0: You're listening to the SSPX Podcast. We're happy to present another installment of True Heroes, Stories of the Lives of the Saints, delivered by Father Thomas Tam. Father has also put together a video of each of these episodes. You can see the video at sspxpodcast.com. Now, here's Father Tam. And when he had said these things, while they looked on, he was raised up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Hello my friends and welcome to Relics of Christendom. Yes, I decided to add this episode to rather Relics of Christendom rather than true heroes. Today we're going to look at a very large relic. In fact, it is a place. This place is called Mount Olivet or the Mount of Olives famous for many events taking place there especially the ascension of our lord into heaven as well as one major event to come namely his return at the end of the world before we begin if you are listening to this and not watching the video please stop now and go to sspxpodcast.com and watch the video. I'm going to be referencing a couple of pictures, especially at the end of the video. And if you do not see the video, you won't see what I'm talking about. So obviously if you wanna continue just listening anyway, that's up to you, but that's what I would recommend. So let us begin our story. The Mount of Olives is first mentioned in connection with David's flight from Absalom, so King David when he was fleeing his son, quote, and David went up by the ascent of the Mount of Olives and wept as he went up, unquote. The ascent was probably, in fact, definitely east of the city of David, seeing that that's where Mount Olivet is. I'm going to put up a map at some point during the video and show you where exactly it is. Um, just so you have that as a reference, the sacred character of the mount is alluded to in the book of Ezekiel. Quote: "And the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city and stood upon the mountain which is on the east side of the city." Unquote. However, the history of Mount Olivet in the Old Testament is not always a good one. In the first book of Kings, it's actually called the Mount of Offense or the Mount of Corruption. And the reason why this is, is because it was on this mountain that King Solomon built altars to the gods of the Moabites and the Ammonites on the southern peak. Quote, on the mountain which is before, let's say east of Jerusalem, just outside the limits of the holy city. This site was known for idol worship throughout the entire beginning of, of the first temple period until king of Judah, Josiah, finally destroyed the different temples. This is a reference from the second book of Kings, chapter 23, verse 13, quote, "...the high places also that were at Jerusalem on the right side of the Mount of Offense, which Solomon, king of Israel, had built to Astaroth, the idol of the Sidonians, and to Kamos, the scandal of Moab, and to Malcolm, the abomination of the children of Ammon, the king defiled." Unquote. When the scripture says that someone defiled a temple, it usually means that he destroyed them. So in this case, King Josiah destroyed the temples that were on Mount Olivet that were built to the different gods, the different pagan gods. There are estimated about 150,000 graves on the mount, including tombs traditionally associated with Zechariah and Absalom. On the upper slope, the traditional tomb of the prophets Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi are situated. There are also notable rabbis buried on the mount, uh, all the way up from the 15th century to the present day. The Mount of Olives is frequently mentioned in the New Testament as part of the route from Jerusalem to Bethany and the place where Jesus stood when he wept over Jerusalem. Jesus is said to have spent time on the mount, teaching and prophesying to his disciples, that's in Matthew chapter 24 and 25, including the Olivet Discourse, returning after each day to rest, and also coming there on the night of his betrayal. Because at the foot of the mountain, if you go to Mount Olivet at the foot of the mountain, you have the Garden of Gethsemane, where our Lord sweat blood right before he was captured. They also prayed there as the Gospel of Saint Matthew says in chapter 26, quote, when they had sung the hymn they went out to the Mount of Olives, unquote. Jesus also ascended to heaven from the Mount of Olives according to the Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. And this brings us to a very specific part of the mount which I want to draw everyone's attention to. If you go To the very top, you will find a small chapel called the Chapel of the Ascension. And in this chapel, you will find on the floor a section of stone. If you look at this rock, you can see an indentation that looks like a footprint. And it looks like one because it is one. It is the right footprint of our Lord Jesus Christ, the last point of the earth that he touched as he began to ascend into heaven. It has been preserved since its discovery in the late 300s and is now unfortunately in the jurisdiction of the Muslims. Going to those images, so I just showed you the image of the Rock of the Ascension. If you look at the image now of Mount Olivet, I'm just going to give you a general idea of where these different events took place so if you look towards the bottom of the hill you have a church which is called the church of all nations this is the garden of gethsemane and that's that's where our lord sweated blood right before he was captured a little further up the hill you have another church which is called the church of mary magdalene further a little bit past that you have the church called dominus flavit which means the Lord weeps. It was at that point of that chapel there that our Lord stopped on his way to Jerusalem and wept over the city, prophesying the destruction of the city and the temple, which eventually took place in 70 AD when the Romans came and destroyed the city and the temple. You cannot see it from this picture, but if you look towards the very top of the peak, that's where the chapel of the Ascension is and that's where our Lord would have ascended into heaven. Immediately in front at the very foot of the mountain you have the Kedron Valley which is where certainly a variety of tombs are and it's also believed that the tomb of the Blessed Virgin Mary is there. So a little little picture for for you to consider. From Mount Olivet and what is called the Rock of the Ascension, we learn to remember what our purpose is on earth. Ultimately, we are meant to enter heaven, right, where Christ has prepared a place for us as he promised. Quote, And if I shall go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. And where I am, you also may be. Chapter, that's John chapter 14. Our journey through this world may be long or short, but regardless, let us recognize our true home and pray to God that we all get there safely. Tomorrow we will continue our series on relics of Christendom with another relic from our Lord's passion and death. Until then, God bless you all, my friends. Grant we beseech thee, Almighty God, that we who believe thy only begotten Son, our Redeemer, to have ascended on this day into heaven also ourselves dwell in mind amid heavenly things. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with Thee, world without end. Amen.